It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is a story about a family. This is a story about students. This is a story about alumni. This is a story about all the guys that played here. But this is about a championship. Make no mistake about it. This is about a very selfless team. You get it in your mind. Two words. We're coming. We're coming. This is the fifth episode of our series, Remembering and Telling the Story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. Head coach Gene Chizik's team had almost pulled it off. A perfect regular season. And a trip to Atlanta for a chance to play for the SEC. All that stood in their way? A trip to Tuscaloosa to take on an Alabama team in one of the toughest places to play in college football. It's safe to say that things did not start off well for Auburn. They found themselves down 24 to nothing. Jason Caldwell with Inside the Auburn Tigers and Auburn Undercover put into words what all Auburn fans were thinking when the Tigers were in the hole early. This would be the ultimate for Auburn to have this team come up here and lose. And Because and, I, I thought back to you know, 2001, Auburn had a chance to go to the SC Championship game, I believe, and they called it you know Black Friday or whatever it was, or Black Saturday, and where it just got destroyed by a not very good Alabama team. But this was a good Alabama team. But you, I'd seen it so many times going, man, just when you got it, you got to lose Alabama. No, that, that can't happen. Um, and I think if not for a hustle play by Antoine Carter and the ball staying in bounds, I don't know if you win that game. But so it, that one was was really the, there were some defensive plays from that one uh, to Charvin Bell's sack. Third and twelve, McElroy. Yep. Oh, they got him at the forty-one to Charvin Bell. Yep, off the edge. They were coming after him. Uh, Nick Fairley calls him the fumble and recovered the ball. And they're just going to flood. Oh, he's not going to get the chance. Ball is loose. And Auburn recovers. McElroy got whacked. And Auburn fell on it at the 13, maybe the 12-yard line. Nick Fairley coming up huge. Put the, put the blast on McElroy and recovered the fumble. And it sat there for seconds and seconds. And Nick Fairley comes up with a huge turnover with 54 seconds to go in the half. There were so many defensive plays in that game that get overlooked because of the big plays on offense to come back. Auburn Mayor Ron Anders described the evening. Um, it was bitter cold. I mean, like toboggans and gloves and shivers. It was that kind of cold that day. And we're just getting creamed in the first half. I mean, just, you know, about to be run out of the stadium creamed. And then maybe the play of the year. After the game, Gene Chizik summed it up saying, you never know which play is going to change the game. Tell you what, I saw a fight starting at the AC. That's where it started, bro. When you went down and you punch that out. Yes, you, you know what? You don't ever know what play, what one play could start the beginning of the end. Man, you don't ever know what play that is, man. And as long as you keep fighting, and as long as you keep doing, just doing what you do, man. Here's Rod Bramlett with the Auburn IMG Sports Network on the call describing that play. Drop straight back. Over the middle. Passes caught by Ingram. Sets a tackle. 50, 40, 35, 30. Stumbling at the 20. Ball knocked out from behind. It rolls down into the end zone. And that's a touchback. 
It's a touchback. It'll go back to Auburn. Wow, what a huge what a play. What a huge play. Antoine Carter came up and knocked it from behind. About 20 yards. And it, he was at the, about the 20-yard line, and it just bounced its way down that far sideline. And that is the... And now you're getting a huddle. There's a fumble which went through the end zone. Therefore, it is a touchback. Auburn's ball, first down, 20-yard yeah. line. Well, either way, it doesn't yeah. matter because Auburn either recovered it or it went through the end zone. Regardless, it's a touchback. Antoine Carter chased Mark Ingram the previous year's Heisman winner, down the sideline, Ingram had caught a over-the-middle screen pass. They were up 24 to nothing at that time, and Antoine Carter did not give up on it, and it just unbelievably rolled into the end zone and kind of stopped in the middle of the end zone for Auburn to recover. I firmly believe if Alabama goes up 31 nothing, that it's over. I mean, it's just too far to come back from. Cam Newton decided that the Auburn offense had stayed off the scoreboard for long enough. He fouled Emory Blake before the half. Slot to check that. Four receivers to each side. Newton steps forward. He's going to throw deep. He's got a man down there. It is caught. Touchdown, Auburn. Emory Blake. 36 yards. He bobbled it as he crossed the goal line, but he held on, and the Tigers are on the board. What a play call right there, and what a play-action fake by Cameron Newton. That time he took the shotgun, faked it, looked like he was going to run a quarterback draw, popped back up tall, and threw a nice go route to Emory Blake for Auburn's first touchdown of the day. Probably the biggest key for Auburn was being able to score before halftime. They got the 36-yard touchdown pass. Um, that, okay, look, we're back in this game. We're getting the ball to open the second, the second half. But Auburn scored with, what, five minutes or so left in the first half. And it got them going a little bit. And they knew, okay, how important those first few minutes were in the, in the second half. They come out and, and get a 70-yard touchdown pass on the second play of scrimmage. Jizik laid out the plan for the team in the locker room. The storm is here. Got to weather the storm. Everybody knows in the stadium what we got to do. Okay, so here's the deal. It's real simple. Offense, get the ball, take the sucker down and score, make it a 10-point game, and we'll change this thing. It's that simple. And don't act like you ain't been here before. So let's go. Let's go play. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I'll never forget Coach Chizik telling the guys at halftime, but you guys know exactly what to do. We're going to get the ball right here, and we're going to score, and we're going to make a game of it. And that's exactly what we did. We came out in the first half. I think on about the third play from scrimmage, threw a long pass to Zachary, and um, he scored, and it was a 10-point game. Trevon Reed, former Auburn wide receiver, when asked about the most underrated player on the 2010 Auburn roster. It had to be T-Zach, man. T-Zach played some good ball. Like, T-Zach went against first-round corners, and he was big. Like, the focus was on Darwin. T-Zach had the opposite side, the two position, and he, he, he played some good football. Dial up 81's number, good things happen. He was right. Here's the CBS call. Newton back to throw deep, and he's got Emory Blake wide open. There was Barron, and Barron falls down. It's Zachary instead of Blake. 81 instead of 80. Zachary opens with a 70-yard touchdown catch. And the Tigers didn't stop there. 4.34 to go in the third. That's it. They'll just send Cam over the top here. First and goal from the one. Newton waits for it. Takes the snap. Takes the handoff. He dives in. Touchdown, Auburn! Cam Newton from one yard off. Newton has it. 
this ball game. A three-point difference. We have ourselves a ball game, ladies and gentlemen. 14 unanswered in the third quarter for this Cardiac Auburn football team. They will not give up. Third and four. Training by six. Ball just inside the seventh. Third down. And about three. Tigers down by six. Fannin in the backfield with Newton. Kirkin. Auburn has claimed a tie in the ball game. Dan takes the snap. Looking for the receiver. He's got Lutzen Kirkin. Touchdown Auburn! Touchdown Auburn! Lutzen Kirkin. He threw it back across the field. Seven yard play. Touchdown Tigers. We're tied at 27. What a play call right there. A little half roll to the wide side and Philip Lutzen Kirkin sneaks out of the backfield. A drag route across to the weak side and a perfect throw and execution and a nice grab and Auburn is poised to take the lead. Josh Harris to snap it to Neil Caudle. There it is. Byram kicks it. And it is good for the first time today. Auburn leads 28-27. That 24-point deficit. A distant memory with 11.55 to go in the football game. The Tigers have the lead. Hey, I'm going to tell you something, guys. You know, I, I've, been on, I've been on, at this level, two championship teams. Two really good ones. I have never in my life seen a team... There's a lot of love in here, man. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's the only way, that's the only way that we survive this thing, man. There is a lot of love in here. And you know what? We didn't play great all day, but let me tell you what. I don't think I've ever seen in any game, I've been doing it 25 years. I've never, I mean, they haven't lost a game here in 20 games. 20 games. And they thought they had it going on. And I'm going to tell you what. I saw a fight starting at the AC. That's where it started, bro. When you went down and you punch that out, yes, you, and you know what? You don't ever know what play, what one play could start the beginning of the end. Man, you don't ever know what play that is, man. And as long as you keep fighting, and as long as you keep doing, just doing what you do, man. Man, what did we say, man? What, what's the most important? The last what? We took it down to six inches, didn't we? Hey, guys. Hey, guys, let me tell you something, man. Every coach in this locker room, you know, we love this team, but it, it is amazing the way we feel about you guys as individuals. Forget the football. Forget the football, because I'm going to tell you what. You're going to tell this story your whole life. You're going to tell this story your whole life. And it's going to say you fight it when it don't look good. You fight it when everybody counts you out. You fight it when there's no way that anybody thinks you can do it but you and you just keep fighting it, and at some point you're going to win it. And that's who we are. You know what? This is a championship team, man, and there is no question. We have earned that and proved that tonight if anybody had any doubt. You got me? And, and at that point in time, you thought, we're going to play for the national championship because we, we really we knew we'd be a strong favorite to beat South Carolina in the SEC championship game the next week. And so it was just incredible. And it was to beat Alabama – in Tuscaloosa, freezing cold, coming back from a huge deficit. Um, it doesn't get much more gratifying than that for an Auburn person. This is remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers, right here on Locked On Auburn. Zach, 
We got to give a shout out to our guys over at Frisky Whiskey right across the border in Georgia, West Point, off of I-85. Exit 2. Yeah. Exit 2. Plenty of billboards. You can't miss it. And I mean, it's 10,000 square foot liquor store. I mean, it's one of the largest in Georgia. I mean, just a few minutes away from Auburn if you're in our Auburn Opelika area. But I mean, you know, it's not far from LaGrange. It's not far from, I mean, it's in a great spot, in a great location. And they have all kinds of different products. I mean, 10,000 square feet. They've got a lot of stuff in there as far as liquor, hundreds of bottles of wine, large selection of local and domestic craft beer. My uh, my taste for beer, I'm not going to lie, I think my palate has gotten a little bit more complex in like the last two years. I, I don't know what it is. Hmm. There is a one, I'm going, I'm flying out of Atlanta to go visit my parents and, and finally meet my niece. Congratulations. Uh, over Memorial Day. Right. There is a 100% chance I stop at Frisky Whiskey on the way home. On the way back? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense because it's so much cheaper just due to the tax difference between mm-hmm. Alabama and Georgia and uh, I don't think you'd mind me sharing that you know you uh, you partake in some tobacco products yep, as well. Um, I do, and you know you mentioned uh, you mentioned scotch in an earlier earlier uh, time that we've talked about frisky whiskeys. I mean, lots of stuff. Your one stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, tobacco, as well as lottery tickets. So if you're all- feeling lucky. If you're feeling lucky, hit up Frisky Whiskey, our friends. Be sure to check them out once again off of Exit Two on I-85 in West Point, Georgia. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wow. Cannot, cannot wait to see you guys play today. This is Coach Gene Chizik at the team hotel before the SEC championship. Nobody or no entity or no individual player or no individual team can keep you when you're 60 minutes away from doing something that there's no way you'll ever forget the rest of your life. Not five games, not four games, 60 minutes, man. Think about that, guys. It's a 60-minute window in your life. In your life, it's this big. In the football season, it's this big. 60-minute window. 60 minutes of the last six inches of everything you do, if you've ever done it in your life, this 60 minutes, every six inch, everything you do counts more than it will ever count the rest of your life. The Tigers were prepared to not play Newton in the SEC Championship. The NCAA ruled him eligible. Tracy Wolfson spoke to Gene Chizik right before the kickoff of the CBS broadcast. Coach, with the NCAA decision of making Cam Newton eligible this week, did it give you a sense of closure for Cam and this team so they can focus on the task at hand? It really does, and, and our whole team's been focused for the whole last three or four weeks. But this, this really puts it to an end, and we're ready to go play football. Your team, though, has been playing with fire lately. They've been falling behind and having to play catch-up. Did you address that and the need for a fast start today? Oh, there's no question about it. That's our number one goal. we got to start fast today, and our team ready to do that. Good luck. Thanks a lot, Vern. All right, Tracy, thank you. Auburn was ready to play football. On the second play from scrimmage, they proved it. Second down and nine from the 24 going from left to right. They'll fake the screen. 
And fake the Statue of Liberty. And Newton goes deep down the field. There's Adams at the 20. It pulled out at the 15-yard line. Wow. You know, folks, we've been wondering what exactly Auburn had up its sleeve with that Statue of Liberty play that they've run a couple times before. And what they had up their sleeve was a 61-yard bomb down to the Carolina 14. What a play-action fake. That time faking the Statue of Liberty, John Terrio McCaleb, and Cam Newton throws a perfect strike on a post route to Darvin Adams, 61 yards inside the 15 to the 14-yard line. Then all that was left to do was score. Cam found Ontario McCaleb to go up 7 to nothing. South Carolina would keep the game close and march down the field to tie the game at 7 apiece. Then Cam found the end zone with his feet from 5 yards out. Adams and McCaleb to this near side. Zachary and Burns to the left. Now McCaleb in the backfield. No fake it to McCaleb. Newton keeps it right up the gut. Touchdown Auburn! Then another huge play from Darvin Adams. This time he found the end zone. Fannin in the backfield with Smith. Pump fake by Newton. He's got Adams. Catches it. 25-20. He is gone. Darvin Adams. 55 yards. He beat Gilmore on the pump fake. Oh, my goodness. What a play call right there. South Carolina comes with the blitz. It's a man-to-man. And Cam Newton has made a living off of throwing that little quick out route about 10 yards down the field to Darvin Adams that time. It was a stutter step and go, and Gilmore had nowhere to go. Nice throw, Cam Newton to Darvin Adams for the touchdown. Alshon Jeffrey found the end zone for South Carolina to make it close heading into the half, but the Tigers' offense would break the Gamecocks' will before halftime. The Tigers take over in a moment. This is remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers, right here on Locked On Auburn. Before we continue on today's edition of Locked On Auburn, want to give... Uh, a nod to our friends at Built Bar, BuiltBar.com, the best tasting bar. I mean, I, I have this t- trouble all the time, Michael, as far as, you know, it's either they're too chewy or they're too thick or they're chalky or like you got to put it in the microwave and like cut it up in small pieces mm-hmm. and like chug water with it. Uh, I'm not just saying this because we are friends with the folks at Built Bar, BuiltBar.com, but it genuinely is a great tasting bar. It tastes like a candy bar. My favorite flavor so far is the peanut butter. If you put peanut butter flavor anything, I'm going to love it. Also, salted caramel. Big fan of what they, uh, what the taste on that as well. So, uh, big fan of everything that Built Bar does. I mean, you've mentioned they use them for a snack from time to time to kind of hold you yep. over from lunch to yep. dinner. And it's, it's healthy, crazy amount of protein, not a lot of sugar. Yeah, absolutely. And they, we're talking about taste and flavors. You said the ones you like. I'm really excited. They have new flavors now um, that are out. And there's a couple that I'm, I'm itching to try. Uh, they've got this new dark chocolate cookie dough. Uh, I don't know about you, but cookie dough is one of my favorite things of all time. See, that may be my peanut butter thing. Okay. And so I'm pumped to try this. I mean, if you can give me some sort of a healthy bar that, you know, tastes like I'm eating cookie dough, like sign me up. Absolutely. So I haven't had it yet, but I'm pumped to try it. And then they've got a mango and peach cobbler coming out. Uh, I've never had any sort of cobbler in real life, but based on all of the other built bars that I've had, this is going to be fantastic. Yeah. And 
if this is as good as I think it's going to be, I might actually have to try the real dessert cobbler. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, amazing combination of low-calorie, high-protein, and low-sugar. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On and get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, may just launch it deep here. Newton runs to his right. Looking, looking. Throws it deep downfield into the end zone. Tipped up and caught! It's caught! Darvin Adams off the deflection. Touchdown, Auburn! Work to perfection right there. First of all, the line has to give Cam Newton the time to roll out. He bought time and he lost it up. And I can't tell who tipped it at first, but Darvin Adams grabs it off of the tip and Auburn takes a two touchdown lead again. Unbelievable. Big Ben, they line up to the right side. There she goes. Tussle tip. Spurrier summed up how South Carolina felt on that play right before the half. Yeah, we, we looked pretty stupid on that last play. It was a close game, really through the first half. And right before halftime, Kim threw a Hail Mary that Darvin Adams caught and went bounce in the end zone. Put Auburn up two touchdowns at halftime. And then in the second half, Auburn just absolutely crushed South Carolina. And I remember Spurrier saying after the game, we got clobbered in the second half. Quickly the Cam. Cam fakes the handoff. Newton. Touchdown. Oh, my goodness. He just ran over the South Carolina defender into the end zone. Antonio Allen catching the cleats of Cam Newton. Touchdown, Auburn! He would not be denied. Now joins Tim Tebow as a quarterback who in a single season has thrown for 20 and run for 20. That time, actually, contact occurred about the two-yard line. And sorry, you can't tackle him one-on-one. Cam Newton goes in to make it 34-14. to Auburn showing pressure right up the middle. Here comes the blitz from the corner. Garcia retreating. Strong. It's intercepted. That's intercepted to Charvin Bell. Picked off. Touchdown to Charvin Bell. He'll run it in. Touchdown, Auburn. McCaleb alongside Newton. Cam pop fakes. Gonna throw it for the end zone. Into the corner. Emery Blake. Wide open. Touchdown Auburn. Another touchdown. Seven yard touchdown strike to Emery Blake with 11-14 to go in this football game. And Auburn leads 48-14. And blow out. South Carolina, who had been playing as good as anyone yep. in the country the last three weeks. They give to Fannin through a hole. Right side. He'll dance his way in to the end zone. Fannin, touchdown to the seat. Touchdown, Auburn! As the toilet paper comes raining down in the Georgia Dome. I really felt in my heart of hearts this would be your finest hour tonight, man. I had to 
I really did, man. It was the way you were practicing. It was the way you were locked in. I just knew it. When we sat in that team meeting in the hotel and I looked at you, I knew, I swear, I knew there was no way that a 60-minute window for your whole, the rest of your life was going to deny you of an opportunity that you won't remember for you forever, for the rest of your life. Let me tell you something. I don't know how you've done it all year long. I know 13-10-0 is dang hard to do. And you've done it. I'm going to tell you, you've made history. You've made history. You've made history, and nobody, I'm talking nobody, gave you a chance to make history 15 weeks ago. The Tigers would win 56-17. to They were SEC champions. Rod said it better than anyone. There was too much Auburn for the SEC to handle. Your Auburn Tigers, for the seventh time in school history, are SEC champions. Today, too much Cam, too much Darvin, too much offensive line, too much Fairley, too much Etheridge, too much Bell, too much Auburn. And Auburn now has a date in the desert. Tigers win it, 56-17 over South Carolina. War Eagle, everybody, War Eagle. SEC champions for 2010, and one more big one to go. Glendale, Arizona, here come the Tigers. This has been the fifth episode of our series, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. Thank you to IMG, ESPN, CBS Sports, Jason Caldwell, Mike Speditz, Andy Burcham, Trevon Reed, and Ron Anders, and a special thank you to Michael Pappas for mixing this episode. Tune in to our next episode of our series, remembering the 2010 Auburn Tigers, right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.